The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. At this point, 6.30, ladies and gentlemen, we begin a new feature on the program every Wednesday from 6.30 to 7. We will be hosting a feature called Business Insights. And we will have, as he's joining us here this morning, to lead us through this new feature, Business Insight, the consultant business editor at Guardian Media Limited. He's been with us before. Let's welcome back to our program, Anthony Wilson. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning to you. Yeah, sorry about that. My microphone was, in fact, unmuted. Um, Yeah, so good morning. I am very pleased to be the first contributor to this new segment on Freedom 106.5 FM. Yeah, it's Business Insights where um, we begin by you giving us updates on the business news of the week, trends and business insights, as the name says. Let's get right into it. We know that Thursday, the Business Guardian comes out, and that's a, a publication that has garnered a lot of respect, and it's it's anxiously anticipated, given, of course, the concerns that many people have with our economy. What are some of the things that have been you know, capturing our attention in the world of business? Uh, well... The one of the things that is going to be in the Business Guardian this week is a story about Tico, the insurance company that um, had to be bailed out by the government in 2009. So, so th- that is something to look forward to in the Business Guardian this week. Um, And of course, that story is coming on the back of the story in the paper today that uh, the Clico shareholders appointed a new board for the insurance company. Yeah. Let's let's focus on Clico a bit. We know that it's been very controversial what what transpired with Clico, uh, the bailout and subsequent to that, all all the legal ramifications and everything else. But what has been happening with Clico silently over the years? And where is the company at this point in time financially? Okay, so for some of your listeners who may not be fully okura with uh, Clico and its founding, um, founding when it was established, Clico was in fact established in 1936 which is before World War II, uh, and is, it has been operating since then. <clears throat> it, um, as I said, the insurance company was bailed out by the government in 2009 to the tune of some $5 billion uh, TT dollars. <clears throat> Most of that money went into preference shares, um, billion went into preference shares, uh, but just about 14 14 million went into uh, ordinary shares, which made the government of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago a 49% shareholder of the insurance company. So, Clico is very much an issue of public interest, not only because it was a large insurance company in Trinidad and Tobago, but because the government put 
$5 billion of basically taxpayers' money into saving the company. Uh, you asked how the company is performing now. Uh, <clears throat> well, the insurance company has been, um, I think what the technical term is, is running off uh, its business. Uh, and I'm subject to correction from any one of your listeners who may want to call in. Um, and that means that Clico in 2010, I believe, stopped writing new business, but because it had a, a, a very significant book of uh, ongoing business, and that business would be uh, life insurance policies, annuities, and other kinds of uh, long-term investments. Uh, some of that, <clears throat> um, some of that business uh, dropped off. <clears throat> excuse me, as people uh, cancel their policies or or let their policies uh, run out. But uh, quite a significant percentage of Clico's policyholders um, maintained their business with Clico, continued paying its, paying their premiums, and therefore the, the, the company is in, in quite good health financially. <clears throat> um, more details to come in tomorrow's Business Guardian. I know that tomorrow's Business Guardian is chock full of, of a number of very, very interesting articles that people would want to get their hands on. Um, uh, tell us, uh, uh, if you can, uh, some of the other items that will be featured in tomorrow's Business Guardian. Uh, <clears throat> I want to start, first of all, with some of the, uh, some of the um, columnists that we have. The Business Guardian has been quite well known for the strength of its columnists. And this week, we have Ian Narine, uh, who is an investment advisor, uh, looking at the issue of inflation in a very unique way. Um, <clears throat> but of course, because Trinidad and Tobago lives in an environment where people are constantly complaining about rising prices, um, it might be very well worth people's while to have a read of Ian Narine's take on what's happening with um, inflation in Trinidad and Tobago and in the world. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that people need to keep their eyes on is the disruptions in the Middle East with the war between uh, Israel and uh, uh, the residents of, of Gaza, the Gaza Strip. Um, that is a occurrence that has the potential to disrupt uh, especially the uh, energy markets around the world. Uh, it hasn't quite happened as yet, but today I believe is the fifth day of that quote-unquote war, and uh, <clears throat> the fallout of that, uh, those um that battle 
uh, in terms of the markets around the world is, is something that we need to uh, keep our eyes on. Um, and I'm saying that in the context of the fact that when Russia uh, invaded Ukraine last year, uh, <clears throat> a lot of the, the, the global markets such as wheat, cooking oil, uh, fertilizer, crude oil, and natural gas were disrupted and uh, Trinidad and Tobago benefited significantly from the increase in global prices of ammonia uh, and, and other petrochemicals, as well as the increase in the price of natural gas and crude. Um, <clears throat> uh, on the other side of that um, uh, of that ledger, um, the invasion of Ukraine caused a significant disruption to the the wheat and therefore the flour market and we saw significant price increases of flour in Trinidad and Tobago in 2022 along with um, almost every other country in the world so all I'm saying is people need to keep their 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 radar on uh, what's happening in the Gaza Strip and the impact that that could have on um, on the prices of the goods that we uh, import here in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm. Already we see that oil prices took a jump a bit as a result of what's what's taking place between Israel and, and the Palestinians. Um, and that brings with it um, a reminder of, as you're saying, what transpired between Russia and Ukraine and what's still going on. Um, but don't you think that as, 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 as a global community, we've learned the lessons from Russia and Ukraine? And um, is it just par for the course that, well, there will be this upheaval and then things are going to smoothen themselves out as did happen between Russia and Ukraine and now things are almost back to normal? One of the major issues we had was shipping and transportation. Um, yes, and the fees for that went astronomically high, but that has gone back to pre-Russia-Ukraine levels. Um, yes, so uh, that's as you're right to saying something that we really need to pay attention to. There are some other elements of our economy and some of the things taking place that that probably we need to have some more discussions on. Yes, One, but but before you leave that point. Um, you made a significant intervention there by uh, by making the point that the cost of shipping escalated in 2022 last year um, as a result of the uh, Russia invasion of Ukraine. And of course, other issues as well. Um, the supply issues, supply chain issues coming out of COVID-19 uh, contributed to the escalation in the price of, in the cost of shipping. Mm -hmm. uh, it is very true that the cost of shipping has declined quite significantly in the last uh, nine to 12 months. Um, I think what, what we need to pay some attention to is um, <clears throat> in 2022, there were a lot of businessmen who were complaining that the cost of shipping 
cause them to increase the price of their goods sold in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. uh, I have not heard any businessman who has said that the decrease in the cost of shipping has resulted in them um, reducing the price of their goods. So that is something I think we need to pay attention to. Um, the point being that it's quite easy for business people in Trinidad and Tobago and indeed around the world to say that uh, we've had to put up the price of X or Y because it costs us more to bring in those that product from overseas because the cost of shipping has gone up. Mm. Yeah. Um, and yes, the cost of shipping did go up by sometimes a factor of four times in 2022. Uh, <clears throat> but if the cost of shipping is now uh, a fraction of what it was in 2022, should that reduction in the cost of shipping not be reflected in the price of some goods on the market in Trinidad and Tobago? Yeah. That, that's, that's the question that I'd like uh, your audience to, to reflect on. Yeah. Um, we need to take a couple quick messages, but when we get back, uh, we'll have a, a, a discussion on the foreign exchange situation as well and some of the, 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 the issues that need to be considered. We're speaking this morning to a very special guest, and that is Anthony Wilson, consultant, business editor, Guardian Media Limited. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability, the all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Welcome back. We are speaking on our new segment, Business Insights, with our first guest, Anthony Wilson, consultant, business editor, Guardian Media Limited. We know it's been on the front, on the front burner for quite some time. We've been discussing it. People have been complaining about foreign exchange, not being able to get businesses, uh, individuals across the board. Uh, what are some of the developments that are taking place in regards to this issue of foreign exchange? Well, um, we all know that the Minister of Finance in his budget presentation two weeks ago announced that the, the Ministry of Finance, the central bank, uh, commercial banks in Trinidad and Tobago, and some segments of the private sector here were working on a solution to the availability of foreign exchange um, to small and medium-sized enterprises, SMEs, within the next six months. Um, in the budget presentation as well, the Minister of Finance did flag uh, a concern about the, the fact that exporters, uh, manufacturers, and some service sector providers um, who earn foreign exchange were not bringing that money back into the local banking system. Um, <clears throat> I wrote a, a column last week in which I raised the issue of uh, why should any exporter uh, earning foreign exchange, earning US dollars or euro or, or sterling or, or yen or yuan, 
um, want to bring that money uh, back to a local commercial bank. And I made the point that the uh, the interest rate on a, uh, a U.S. dollar deposit account is maybe 0.1%. Uh, the interest rate on a fixed deposit, uh, maybe 0.5% for a one-year period. Um, <clears throat> the interest rate on a U.S. dollar... Uh, one year or, or, or three month uh, treasury bill, which is a, an investment instrument that the US government uh, puts out, is 5%, close to 5%. And therefore, the question is why would a businessman uh, want to put his money into a deposit account, a US dollar deposit account? or a US dollar fixed deposit uh, if he or she could earn close to 5% net uh, by buying a one-year US dollar uh, treasury bill or a three-month US dollar treasury bill. So, so that is one of the factors that I think is encouraging people to keep their money outside of Trinidad and Tobago. Um, the simple point being the return on the investment of money held in a U.S. dollar three-month treasury bill is much, much higher than the return on the investment of money uh, held in a, a similar TT dollar three-month treasury bill. So, so that is something that the central bank and the Ministry of Finance have to look at. On the issue of the availability of the uh, US dollars to SMEs and to um, the ordinary man in the street who is looking to travel or looking to educate uh, their kids in foreign universities or, or looking to buy a product from um, overseas, uh, my view is that Trinidad and Tobago has a fundamental problem with regard to the foreign exchange markets. And that fundamental problem is the fact that uh, demand for foreign exchange in Trinidad and Tobago has outstripped the supply of foreign exchange uh, to the country every year for the last 15 years. And that has meant that fact, the fact that the demand for foreign exchange has been outstripped by the supply of foreign exchange, has meant that the Central Bank of Trinidad and Tobago, uh, given the existing system that we have, has been required to draw down on Trinidad and Tobago's foreign reserves in order to sell uh, foreign exchange to authorized dealers to ensure that the uh, imbalance between the demand and, and the supply of foreign exchange is is addressed. Um, so we have a, a short-term problem, which is the availability of foreign exchange for SMEs. 
but we have a more fundamental problem, which is the the disconnect, mm. the imbalance between the demand for foreign exchange and the supply of foreign exchange at the current exchange rate. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Wilson, that's, uh, unfortunately, that's where we're going to have to leave it this morning. It's, like, it's amazing how quickly the time got away from us but because we do have some commercial commitments to take us up to the news. But I'm sure that uh, we are going to have more discussions on these issues because we just barely scratched the surface as to some of what people need to know about some of the issues confronting not just us but um, trickle down to the economy and, and to the country as a whole. But I want to thank you for being with us here this morning and giving us your insight into some of these very, very very impo- um, important matters. Thank you once again for being with us yeah, this morning. Uh, thank you very much. Perhaps next time we'll have time for some questions from yes. your audience. Definitely so. And that, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our special guests here this morning, Anthony Wilson, consultant business editor, Guardian Media Limited. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5.